This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, and we are here at Wartega Brewery in Brooklyn for the grand opening. Uh, having a good time here. Uh, guys, check us out real quick, www.beertodaybeertomorrow.com. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes, and we're coming to SoundCloud soon. Guys, how we doing? Doing great. Take two. <laughs> Let's start this over again. It's raining outside, but we got a good crowd here at uh, Industry City. Ortega's uh, opening. I mean, uh, everything's great right now. Yeah, man, I'm loving this place. This place is getting packed. Everything looks great, smells great, tastes great. So let's get this party started. Let's uh, let's definitely let's get this going. And um, you know, we're excited to have um, Merlin on the show. Uh, um, Merlin, please introduce yourself to our audience. Tell us a little about yourself and why we're here. Sure. Uh, my name is Merlin Ward, and I am the head brewer at Ortega Brewing. Uh, it is New York's uh, first brewery that focuses solely on herb spice and fruit beers. So we take base styles and we add ancient ale ingredients and culinary inspiration to make real, like, interesting, bold flavors in our beers. Wow, sounds interesting. Wow, very interesting. So, so tell us, what, what made you get into brewing? Oh man, I moved to New York five years ago and I started home brewing. And uh, I did that mainly because at the time I was engaged, living alone, wife was in, from the Dominican Republic, still living there at the time, and um, didn't know what to do with myself at night. So I started brewing beer and uh, quickly like fell in love with that and stepped it up to like larger and larger volumes. Good. You're originally and, uh, from where? What's up? You're originally from where? From Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, well okay. originally from Germany and lived in Arizona, grew up okay. there and then moved to New York. Wanted a bigger city pace. Um, but yeah, so I, I, that's where it all kind of started. And uh, as any home brewer will tell you, like after about a year and a half, two years of brewing, you get this itch, you're like, I'm gonna open a brewery. Yeah. Not everybody does it um, and it took me three more years because I had to convince my wife that it was a good idea. <laughs> um, but it, it worked out. You know, I, I put her through a lot of different flavors, um, made her taste a lot of things that she didn't necessarily like or right. maybe were bad beers. Uh, but through that last three years, we've come up with a lot of really fun recipes and uh, ones that we're all going to be bringing to Ortega. Okay, awesome. awesome. So how did you, um, so how did you, is there a story behind you finally convinced your wife to, to take the plunge and, and get um, on the whole brewery train? Yeah, it was all kind of serendipitous, really. We, uh, we ended up um, you know, looking at our savings and realized, hey, we have enough money to buy the system that I found. Um, and at nearly the same time, uh, the guys at Industry City Distillery, which are all friends of mine, uh, they happen to have an open bay. And they're like, hey, we're looking for someone to fill this bay. So like those two things put together, I was like, well, this sounds like a good deal. Uh, let me get the system for fairly cheap. It's actually, it's, uh, it's been kind of around New Brooklyn. Uh, it was originally Barrier's first system. Oh, and wow. then um, okay. Beercraft from uh, went the, the little beer shop on Fifth Ave in Brooklyn. Okay, um, they had it for a while, and uh, I've taken it and kind of upgraded it, uh, added more elements, and made it a little more powerful. And so uh, that's kind of the history of it, and uh, that's what I ended up buying. And I got a great deal on it. Um, got a great deal on the space. Uh, we share the tasting room with Industry City Distillery, so we have the beers and the cocktails all in one place. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that that's is awesome. awesome. So. Um, curious about the name so how, how did you guys uh, come up with a name for the brewery dude we, we toiled over names for a long time um, we tried everything from like German heritage stuff uh, Dominican heritage stuff uh, just weird like weird themes like because we both you know we both grew up in the 90s when 90s kids there's all kinds of like weird themes and music and stuff um, none of them really felt right though and it felt like we were always stealing from another culture and uh, we eventually, we were sitting down, we were watching Family Feud of all things, <laughs> and uh, realized we could just smash our names together. 
And so Ortega it was. Got the ward and the Ortega. We both gave up a letter and just put them together. Ortega, awesome. I like it. Hey, like how it. did you guys meet anyway? So my wife and I were both in New York City for marketing conferences. We both come from marketing backgrounds. Okay. Uh, so we were here for social media conferences. Uh, and a friend of ours actually introduced us via Twitter. And, uh, you know, you had like a little catfishing action. We were both checking each other out on the internet, checking out each other's photos. Yeah. Um, but again, serendipitously ended up at the same bar. And wow. um, we, had, we had intended to like go out on a date and like schedule it, but we ended up at the same after party. Uh, and like across the room, it was like that scene from West Side Story. Everything else stopped, <laughs> only, uh, only we were in focus. And um, yeah, we went on a date the next night and uh, we kept in touch all through the internet, Skype, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and then about 12 months later, actually like 14 months later, I proposed to her. Wow. So uh, was she um, always a fan of the craft beer or did that come uh, afterwards? She's so Dominican culture is actually a very much a beer culture, but they have like their big macro pilsner that they drink, right? Presidente, right? Pretty decent beer. Yeah. Um, she wasn't necessarily all about the different styles that are out there in craft beer. She did confess to me that she loved IPAs, and uh, at that she's a keeper. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, I actually wasn't that big into IPAs, so I was like, all right, let me let me figure this one out. Uh, I'll I'll try to make one for you as a home brewer. And I hadn't really used a lot of hops. Like, I was using hops kind of in the English style where they were like, you know, they were low hop beers, mostly malt forward. So this was a big test for me. But I ended up making one that was so good, it's actually one that you're drinking tonight, which is the Floridian. Oh, okay. Um, the Floridian is a reiteration of, of that original beer I made for her as an oh, wow. IPA. Wow. So it's got, it's got some, uh, some sentiment, some sentimental yeah, definitely, qualities definitely. on it. I like that. Talking about beer, I mean, shouldn't we start with something? I mean... Well, we do have beer in front of us. Bus, uh, right? I mean, I'm kind of dry over here. You're, you're taking us on this beer journey from Ortega. What, what do you recommend we start with? Well, let's start with the footing. We were just talking about it. Why not? I'll give you that one over there. Okay. Thank you. Peter. Thank you. Other Peter. All right. Cheers. All right. Cheers, Cheers, guys. All right. Prost. Hey, Prost. Salud. <laughs> Salud. Zesty. Zesty, yeah. Viney. Lemony. Yeah. Crushable. Crushable. Oh, I, it's well, a six and a half percent beer. I hope you don't crush it too fast. Oh, uh, we've done Easy worse. drinking. Doesn't yeah. feel yeah. like it. All right, good. So yeah. I had this before. I'm a fan. What do you guys think? I like it. I, I, I had a different beer before. I do like this. I do, it yeah. is smooth. I agree. It is crushable. Yeah. Uh, it's tasty and it, it is smooth. I mean, 6.5, it's, it's, it's deceiving because you, know, you, don't, you, don't um, you don't taste 6.5. So tell us a little bit uh, about this. What, what was... Sure. Um, I know you. You know the you had some, You had a little bit of inspiration you went into. But you tell us a yeah, little bit more uh, about the process behind it. So we call it Floridian because it is so citrusy. Right. Um, we throw orange peel in it um, primarily, which is you know a Florida product, uh, and then we do use a little tangerine. Sometimes we throw in some grapefruit zest. It depends, you know, what's available, what we have. Um, so there are like variations to it. It's a fairly simple malt bill. I mean, it's it's mostly Vienna. Um, it's really nice, like crackery flavor to it. Clean. Right. Um, it's all American yeast, so it's very clean. But we just wanted to make a nice, drinkable beer that had a lot of um, aroma to it, more than anything. So there is some bitterness to it, um, but it is mostly about the aroma and the, and the hop characters and the zest character that very it brings balanced. to the beer. Yeah, we try to go for balance for most of our beers. We call our beers hoppy beers because you know there is like you can have a really bitter hoppy beer, you can have a really like fruity hoppy beer or, or like a aromatic hoppy beer. Right. Um, and we name it that way because I, I, there's a huge stigma with IPA. A lot of people say they don't like IPAs. I was one of those people for a long time. 
Um, and so we stay away from the style names and we, we call it Hoppy so that people can maybe who are afraid of IPAs will uh, will approach it a little differently. Because I saw on your site you have dark, hoppy. Is that where you guys came up with that? Yep, yep. So um, we have we have dark beer, light beer in color. Uh, we have strong beer and small beer in strength. And then we have hoppy and sour. Okay. Those are our six styles. Keep it simple for everybody. Super simple. Yeah, layman's terms. I like this. I, d I do enjoy this. I do enjoy this. Um, not not to veer from from the beer, but um, you you guys also brew coffee here, right? Yeah, we uh, we actually age coffee, so we have um, some really great whiskey barrels, and we put our green beans in there. And uh, little green beans, they're like itty bitty little sponges. They are uh, porous to no end, and so uh, whatever environment you stick them in, they tend to soak in all of that character. It's the same way a beer works when you put it in a barrel. Uh, so we leave it in there, uh, just an empty whiskey barrel, recently emptied. Uh, for a number of weeks, we figure out, you know, we take a little bit out, roast it, see how it comes out, until we get about the, the aromatics and the flavors that we want. Uh, we use premium coffees like Kenya or Ethiopian um, from, you know, some of the, the high premium ranges of the world. And then uh, we roast it. And when you roast it, all of those flavors get, like, locked in there. And we sell it in whole bean. We never crush it ourselves or, or grind it ourselves. Um, and so the purpose for that is that whenever you make a, a, a cup of Ortega coffee, it's going to be like the freshest whiskey flavor you can get. Oh, wow. It's an amazing aroma. So if I wanted a uh -oh. cup of that right now, I can't get it. You can. Uh, we have tonight, we're doing a couple of sample servings of it. Oh, thank uh, God. We do have, we do have <laughs> bottles that yeah. you can buy at the brewery as well, and you can get them online. Wow. Watch out Starbucks. Yeah, Watch maybe. out Dunkin' Donuts, right? I think so. Watch Absolutely. out Panera Bread. Watch out Panera Bread. <laughs> Watch out Panera Bread. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say nothing to nobody. Not gonna say you work there. No. Do you guys want to um, move on to the, to the next Let's beer? Let's go. Beer What's yeah, next wait. on the list? Right. So the next one I got for you guys is Welkin, which is um, a nice amber-colored beer. I wish people could see this because it is a beautiful red. Um, but we put lavender in this, so it's um, it's a uh, you know, fairly like nutty, biscuity type beer. But with the lavender, it, it dances around in there a little bit differently and uh, brings out some interesting characters to it. It's very aromatic again, um, so you get you get some really great lavender in the flavor, uh, but mostly in, in the nose. Um, yeah. But it's still once again balanced. Okay. The I'm cocktail we have tonight made with this is phenomenal. You really get the lavender. Yeah. Yeah. On the nose right away. I do like this color. This is a very nice color. Wow. You a lavender drinker? I am now. There you go. <laughs> mm, interesting. I've never tasted anything Wilking like this in again, my life. right? Wilkin? Welkin? Welkin is what we call it, yeah. Welkin. So all of our beer names, aside from Floridian, are like old English, like weird terms that have been forgotten about. Uh, so Welkin is uh, is like of the heavens or heavenly. And lavender is one of those like heavenly flowers. Right. So we want to go with Welkin. You really get that roasty flavor in it. I would just, I, it's just beautiful. I don't know. It yep. just makes me feel at ease. And there's a nice little bit of, of dryness there, too. I mean, it, it's, again, it's very balanced. And this is another one that's, um, the, the, the flavoring is a little, a little surprising for me. I, it, it's certainly something, again, say, use the term crushable. I mean, it, it's, it's smooth and it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. It's also one of our uh, first small ales that we put out on the market. So this one's only 4.3%. Wow. So delicate, just like the flour. And now you said this was also in one of your cocktails? Yeah, so tonight we're offering beer cocktails. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually an ongoing thing we're doing with the distillery since we share the space. Right. 
Um, so they do this beer with a little simple syrup. Um, uh, there's a lavender gin that they have, and uh, they they drop some fresh thyme in there. It's an amazing cocktail. That sounds amazing. It sounds like this would blend really well with that. I'm a big uh, gin guy, so. Yeah? Get one, man. Hang out for a while. (laughs) (laughs) This is nice. I do like this. Mm. So, this might be a little little, uh, bizarre question, but... You know, it, you have certain styles and approaches to your coffee. I mean, do you, do you, I, I know coffee and beer, they're, you know, quite different. But do you, do you take any of those certain type of approach? I mean, do you approach your coffee in the way that you approach any of your beers? A little bit. Um, so the coffee is, is nice because much like the way you buy malts, you can, you can buy coffee for, for its, like, inherent character, right? Coffee's from all over the world. Um, they're, they're plants, so they, they grow differently in those areas, and they have different qualities, a lot like hops. So we, we look for coffees that we think will go well with the whiskey character in the barrels or the woodiness that comes through in those barrels. Um, that's, that's the main way that we approach it. Very cool. Very cool. So I have to ask, so you said your wife's Dominican. Do you, do you dance? Um, oh, my God. Do you yeah. dance at all? I dance like a white guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, because your wife is uh, Latina, Dominican. right? Yeah. 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 Dominican. Dominican. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Needed some salsa in your life? That's, yeah, that's yeah. what it was? Salsa, uh, bachata. Oh, you're a bachata all, dancer. All the good stuff. So, no, not really. I just stand there and shake my arms a lot. There you go. <laughs> See, my, my wife is is also Hispanic, and uh, yeah, I can't dance worth a damn. So, uh, yeah, I know. And she loves to dance, so it's, it's a, a curse. I, I feel your pain. Yeah, it's the white guy curse to this. I feel your pain. <laughs> you guys feel the same pain, huh? feel the same I make pain. good beer, though, so I got, yeah. I got yeah, that yeah, going for it. That's, that's, that's all you go. need. That's all you need. That's all you need. You've been to DR, have you? Oh, yeah. We, I used to visit her when we were engaged. Um, and then we, we frequent a lot. Actually, her, her family flew up for the opening. Um, oh, nice. She goes back uh, every month or so for work. And, uh, yeah, we, we're a tight-knit family. That's beautiful. That That's is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'll drink to that. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cool. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Last but not least. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I know lineups also in the building. Who's better, Ortega or Alino? Oh, I'm not going to answer that question. Uh. Totally, totally different beer styles. She does the very traditional styles, and we are trying something entirely new. Almost had him. <laughs> you try every time. He was going to every time. time. He was like, "War." I'm not going to get into that. Right? I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> no, but but these definitely. Um, so far, the beers we've had. I mean, the um, flavor, the complexity is, is unique. I mean, it's definitely not um, not your kind of tried and true run of the mill styles that, that you come across. So it's definitely I take that as a compliment. Thanks. It is, no, it is, and I and I mean that as a compliment. It Honestly, is, it's definitely it takes styles. you know it takes balls to come out here and, and, and do what you guys are doing. It's very different. It's very unique, and just throwing it out there right. and like especially you know with a very IPA double IPA saturated market. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other half's right up the street. Um, yeah. Somebody asked me recently, how come you not making an IPA? And I was like, well, we we kind of do. We call it a hoppy ale. Uh, but it's not going to be my core product, you know. Like right. our core product is variety in, in ingredients. Right. Yeah, it's good to see that because there's a lot of IPA-driven breweries. I mean, I, I enjoy IPAs. I love them, but it's oh, yeah. good to see something different. Right. You know, because it's, it's uh, beer is not all IPAs. You know? Every it's, other can release is, is that. Yeah. Right. It's just IPAs. Every I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, for the IPA drinkers out there, we'll always have something you're like here. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But we're also going to have some other stuff. Nice. Right. And on and on that note, let's uh, yeah. let's keep it moving. So down this the line this here. is a. Uh, Prima 3. Uh, we're actually on now like the fourth edition of Prima. Uh, but this one was a popular one, so we, we brought it back. Generally, these are one-off beers, our Primas. Um, the Prima is actually the Spanish t- term for, for cousin. Cousin. Yeah. And actually, La yeah. Cerveza, it's feminine, so Prima. Prima. Um, 
But we, uh, what we do with these is since they're all cousins, they're all iterations of each other. So there's kind of our experimental ongoing beer that we do. Um, and they change from either ingredient um, or, or, or makeup, really. Uh, but this particular one is a dark ale that we threw cardamom and cinnamon in. Nice. And the inspiration from this comes from a recent trip to Dubai that my, uh, my wife and I had where we tasted the Arabic coffee, and they generally uh, they, they spice their coffees there. Really? And I tasted it, and I was like, you know what? This would taste really great in a nice dark ale, like something that already has some roasty notes to it without being coffee. Right. So we, we go for that. Um, it's, it's not like a stout. It's not like a dark, like hard, roasty, um, acrid kind of beer. Um, it's actually pretty smooth. And then the cardamom and cinnamon give it all kinds of new roundness nice. to it. It's fun. So I can definitely say, uh, Merlin, I'm having your Prima. Yeah. By <laughs> far, <laughs> right, this is my favorite one. I did say this is my favorite one. I like this. Definitely like Prima. I like Thank it. you. I do, I do like this as well. And you can taste... Yeah. The cinnamon and cardamom notes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I like everything I had so far. This is this is nice. Um, so, is there any uh, any other? Um, you guys got any any brews in the works you can talk about? Anything you got coming up? Yeah. So um, part of part of the whole Wartega experience is also becoming part of the Wartega family, quite literally. Um, and that's our membership program. We're like a community supported brewery. So for what breaks down to essentially $30 a month, you can get six, um, six different beers over those six months, and you get two 25-ounce bottles, uh, giant champagne bottles to, uh, as part of that. Oh, nice. And so those beers are very unique. They're never put on tap here. They're never distributed on tap anywhere else. They're only ever in the bottle, and you can pick those up at the brewery. So our first beer that we'll be offering as the Ortega family membership is in May, and it's uh, it's called Catawampus. <laughs> I like the name. And it is a, a nice light colored ale uh, with green tea and nutmeg and corn. Wow. It is really delicious. It has all kinds of things going on in it. Um, a little creaminess, a little bit of like that nutmeg comes through, and the green tea just gives us some earthy rounded outness. Uh, plays really well with the hops that we're using, which are all English. Um, Really excited about that one as our first offering. And when is that going to be available? That's May. May. But if you sign up, I guess this will air afterward. Uh, maybe we'll give you guys a little promo code. But uh, if you sign up before tomorrow, you get a free month. So it's only 150 bucks for the six months worth of beer. So uh, nice. sorry to interrupt you, but they're passing food right behind you. Maybe we can dip into that. Oh yeah, we can do that. Where's he going? <laughs> He's walking away from you. Walked away right when I said it. And, yeah, and we got we got a full open buffet tonight too. This. Um, some of the food you see behind you is actually made with Wartega beer. Nice. Good, uh, good chunk of it. Yeah, so the, we, are, we have some sausages that were boiled in Wartega beer. We have um, some waffles that were made with the Floridian. Oh, nice. And yeah, we have uh, some pulled pork uh, like sliders oh, that man. are also made with some Wartega beer. Now, when you're making your beers, are you thinking about pairing that with food as well? Generally, yeah. We definitely want to uh, make beers that would combine well with different types of food. Uh, they're not like intended specifically for that but there's always something that's in the in the back of our minds in terms of like what would you eat with this right you know if it's something that you couldn't eat anything with you probably wouldn't make it okay so we got a little shrimp cocktail here there you go I'm, and, wow and he walked away i, I served everybody i didn't get one for me and oh you didn't get one no i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, he just uh, there he's you like go. yeah i'm the boss Grab i'm taking it. everything from you guys Nerd thank you very much rescue. <laughs> You've been here too long. Yeah. <laughs> too long. 
I'm digging in, guys. I'm sorry. There you go. No, go for it. So what do we have in front of us? Um, this is actually the chef's surprise. So I ordered what I knew I wanted with the beer mead made. Um, he came out with some other things. It's clearly just a delicious shrimp cocktail. Chef Martinez, he, um, he definitely made this sauce, too. Mm. He makes most stuff from scratch. Delicious. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't have a kitchen here, do you? We have a little kitchenette. Okay. Um, microwave and... Yeah, microwave, <laughs> fryer. So most of the stuff that you see is going to be done in that kind of setting. We don't have, like, an oven or nothing. Don't have a grill pan, so we're not making burgers. Right, right, right. Um, if it can be fried, it can be served. So empanadas. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. He makes some killer empanadas. Merlin, any brewery you take inspirations from or you're, you know, you like to drink when you're not brewing and drinking Wartega? I mean, I like to explore all beers, right? So um, we don't generally get everything we that, that you can in New York. There's a lot of beer trading happening. Yeah. I'm not a huge bottle guy, though, or can guy, so it's tough for me to, like, stand in line for two hours and get something. Right. Um, I do like visiting breweries, uh, and I'll visit every single one that I can, so there's no favorite, really. I just like to see what people are doing. But a lot of my inspiration does actually still come from the homebrew world. Um, I'm a co-founder of the Bruminaries, which is uh, the largest homebrew group in New York City. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, w I was here for that event last yeah, month. You, yeah, yeah, that's right. Our anniversary, our second anniversary yeah. was here. Mm -hmm. And uh, homebrewers are the ones that are stretching the limits. You know, they're the ones who are experimenting with all these new, unique ingredients. Yep. Um, I have some restraints with the TTB in terms of what I can use and how much of it. Um, but it's their it's their ability to like look at ingredients differently and try it out that gives me a lot of inspiration to create new beers that are you know, maybe similar or take inspiration from. Cool. And you also said that Zavi is yeah, my so one co-founder or Zavi's like, also one of the co-founders. Nice. Uh, he was Zavi Rockaway. from Rockaway. Zavi from Rockaway, yeah. good friend of ours. Yeah, Shout out to Zavi. Has, yeah, Why are you not here? <laughs> he and I are good buddies. He's also co-founder of the Bruminaries. Uh, love that guy. Um, I'm sure he's working tonight, which is why he's not here. Yeah, it's a Bum. shame he's missing out. So have missing you um, have you made it out to Queens, trying any the breweries out there? You know, I was talking to somebody else from Queens earlier tonight. Like, we don't really go to each other's boroughs. Like, you found out, Peter. Like, it's a long trek to get down here yeah, from Queens. Man. Yeah. Um, I do. I mean, I've been to Finback. I guess that's Queens, right? Yeah, yeah. that's Queens. Right? So yeah, I've been yeah. to Finback. Um, I'd like that's to my do, neck of the woods. I'd like to do a little bit more up in Queens, Long Island. Um, I don't get to the Bronx very often either, but I love Bronx Brewery. Their rye pale is probably one of my favorite uh, okay. rye ales in the world. Uh, so shout out to them. Yeah. Merlin, whenever you're up there, I mean, uh, give us a shout. Yeah. We'll, we'll take a tour with you. And we can show you around then. There's we'll some show great you around, please. out there, too. All right. Sounds you good. Know, not, you know, the best borough. I mean, I know we're in Brooklyn, but. Yeah. Hey, man, my wife's a minute. We got a lot of family up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it, I mean. New York City alone, I mean, I feel like we have nothing to envy all the other states out there. It's a lot of great beer being made out there. I mean, nothing to envy all the other states. I mean, it's great stuff being Maybe made. Maybe a few years ago I would have said, yeah, but now... Yeah. Well, I think you know, I, I think that that's... I mean, we always say drink local. And, you know, we do, there's a certain kind of thrill, I think, in, in you know, having home hometown local breweries that produce great beer. But Definitely. I think at the end of the day, it's if you make good beer, you make good beer. And it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, or, or what type of beer you make. If it's good beer, people will appreciate it. And I think that's that's really what it's all about. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, you know, back in the day, New York had a lot more breweries. Uh, New York right now has one of the lowest number of breweries per capita. But in its heyday, there was basically a brewery for every neighborhood. So, like, Gowanus had a brewery. Sunset Park had a brewery. Prospect Heights had a brewery. Um, so you can imagine, like, 
literally within five miles, uh, square miles, you could have like 15 breweries. Right. You know, um, or more, much more actually. Five miles is huge in New York. So, you know, I think in New York specifically, there's a shit ton of space to be to, to grow. Um, us being here and the setup we have with the distillery is unique. It's something that's worth visiting, I think, especially since we're way down here in sure. Sunset Park. Right. Um, but you know, it's funny. Like, drink local. Like, how local you want to get? You can get super local if you want. Right. And as soon as this more breweries pop up, and that's going to be the case, uh, you drink local could be like, I only drink off of my like these these cross streets. You know. True. Yeah, true. it's true. Especially and depending where you are. I mean, you're in Long Island City. You don't really have to go far. No, I mean, yeah, you got you got three, four breweries. Fifth, five, one, fifth is coming, right? right. Fifth, fifth Hammer is, is coming. Fifth, is coming. Yeah. Uh, fifth Hammer is coming. Shout uh, out to Fifth Hammer. Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, shout out great. to Chris at Fifth Hammer. It's 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 a it's it's a great thing, but it's also kind of like a headache, you know. Like, where do I go Friday, Saturday, you know? Which brewery am I hitting up? It's a good headache to have. I was going to say, that, that's a that's great a good, problem. That's a great it's problem. a great headache it's tomorrow. It's a great problem. <laughs> a good headache, yeah. Like, I can't decide where to get my good beer from. It's a good problem. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a good problem. But yeah, the nice thing, too, is like most of those guys are going to have the same things on tap most weeks, right? So you make the rounds, you just taste one of new thing at every single one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. You're talking about how at one point New York had all these breweries and then kind of died down. I mean, if you want to go way, way back when it was uh, the new country, you know, they before it was Manhattan. I mean, it was it was like one of the the, the beer center of the New World. Yeah, uh, it was just because their proximity to the water and all that. There was just it was it was a lot of it was a lot of drunks back then. It was a lot of uh, <laughs> um, alcohol flowing. Um, and then you know, of course, Prohibition came and that killed everything. Especially in Queens. I mean, it was yeah. Until Rockaway opened, it was like I don't know forty something or whatever it was odd years until there was actually a brewery in Queens again. So. Uh, interesting to see things how things are kind of almost cyclical uh, in the craft beer scene. But uh, you can definitely find out more about that on the uh, the blog page on our website, beertodaybeertomorrow.com. Yes, that's true. We we just actually did a four part uh, piece on the history of beer in New York. So it's pretty oh, nice. taking us from you know back then through pro through prohibition till now. So it's a definitely if you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. www.beertodaybeertomorrow.com. Guys, so how do you uh, how do you feeling? What did you guys uh, put putting you guys on the spot? What did you like the most? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Primo takes it. it from me. Yeah, I like the Floridian. Primo takes it from me. I like that a lot. That's one of my favorites. Primo takes it to me, and I think Floridian after, uh, second in that order, and then uh, Wilkin. Yeah. You to know, round it out. Yeah. It's fair. Great stuff. Great stuff, though. Yeah. I um, you know, I I liked everything I had. I, I was kind of uh blown away by the uniqueness of it. The, the Welkin to me was was especially interesting. I, I, I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed the Welkin. By itself I thought it was unique, it was tasty, and I and I'm actually very intrigued to see how that blends in the cocktail too. Oh yeah, we'll get you one of those. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you twist in my arm, sure. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if we're gonna make it to this event tomorrow by the way. Oh yeah, so we actually we have a, we have another event tomorrow. We're, we're actually double booked this week because we have a, we're at the Spring Craft Beer Festival at Belmont right. tomorrow. So that's an all day thing. It's which, only nine uh, hours. Yeah, that's it's it. It's not that bad. That's all. Actually, would set up this. All right, so we're gonna be there for a really fucking long time. We're gonna be yeah, we're, we're gonna so, be there. Well, should be a good time though. But uh, side yeah. note, don't drink and drive. No, yeah, yeah, don't do that. No, no. Oh, bless you guys for like getting three of you together for anything like. I try to get three people together for something once, <laughs> and never <that'll> happen. <laughs> well, for beer, we'll go anywhere. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's common thread. That's, that's good. it. That's, that's the one thing we've always had in common. That's what brought this together, and that's what's going to keep it together. Yeah. Three awesome. guys from Queens who 
have a, a healthy or an unhealthy appetite for beer. <laughs> however, you want to look at it. Yeah, right? It's fucking healthy. I don't care what anybody says. That's crazy. I think it's healthy. Yeah, <laughs> it's healthy. It's definitely healthy. That's why you're in the industry. Right. Right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Awesome. So, is, is there anything else you, um, you want to promote? You want to shout out your website or, or um, anything else coming up? Yeah, I mean, if you want to know what's on tap, you can always check out our website, wartega.com. Wartega. I'm not going to spell it. Um, <laughs> but homepage has all the info you need. We've got the family membership on there. Um, we're going to be doing all kinds of new, uh, you know, uh, launches. So uh, it's definitely worthwhile being on our mailing list if you want to be on there. Don't mail you too often. I promise on that. Uh, <laughs> like once every two weeks or so, you'll get something about, hey, what's uh, this? What's going on? Um, so we're, we're nice people, and uh, definitely, definitely consider joining the family if you love beer. Okay, awesome. I'm awesome. doing that the second I get internet. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, it took a while to get here, but it was a trip well worth it. Thanks, thanks for coming, guys. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Let's uh, hear it for Merlin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, man. Thank you so much. Um, so, guys, um, this is uh, Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. You can catch us on www.beertodaybeertomorrow.com. Again, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we're on Podbean and iTunes, and look for uh, look out for us coming uh, to SoundCloud soon. Any parting words, guys? Well, yeah, just uh, keep on listening, keep on drinking. Uh, come down to Wartega. We'll have a good time, and uh, yeah, just uh, give us a shout out on our uh, IG page and Facebook page, and drop us a comment and tell us what you like about us and what you don't like about us, and then we'll go from there. And uh, you know, sign up to the newsletter. You know, get all this great information about what we have coming up. Uh, like we said, tomorrow we have the spring uh, beer festival, and also we have Queens Beer Week coming up uh, in just about a uh, month. Yes, Queens Beer Week. All right, can't forget so about that. It's going to be big. It's going to be epic this year. Yes, it is. And it's going on uh, a year that we've been doing this. So, congratulations, guys. For yeah, yeah. Well, this long. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's almost at our one year anniversary. What is it? Yeah, a, is it really? a week? Almost. Yeah. Uh, like a wow. week from today. Yeah. Is a week really? from today is our, our one year. Yeah. Yeah. Like when the name came up, or like when we kind of when we just ran, the domain when we, just, when we dropped IG. Yeah. Yeah. When we dropped IG. Yeah. So uh, lots to celebrate. We're the, here for the actually when the domain was bought because the domain kind of renewed today. So yeah. I'm so like, there you I'm go. My card. So, so, so happy there you anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary, guys. Happy grand opening for Ortega. Uh, And uh, guys, we uh, check us out. We got to go drink some more. So we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace. See ya. Peace.